This is J.W.G. Wise, writer and producer for The Adventures of Lord Dinby Witherspoon, Duke of Space, a show done in the style of early radio dramas which tells the story of Duke Dinby Witherspoon and his companions Simpson, Huxley, Calculo, Doris, and Abigail as they fly through space on their rocket ship The Wanderer in search of danger and treasure for the British Space Empire. This is episode 10, entitled At Relee. Thank you for listening. The following audio drama is rated PG for pretty good. You should experience lots of explosions with no body parts and a couple of swears. Parents should be ready to cover their ears. Welcome, listener, to the adventures of Lord Dinby Witherspoon, Duke of Space. From a long line of brave and well-bred noblemen, Lord Dinby ventures forth on his rocket ship, the Wanderer, in search of high adventure, low cunning, and for queen and country. Joined by his able companions, Huxley, Calculo, and Simpson, the Duke of Space faces adventure and danger at every turn. The Wanderer hums through space, having just unloaded cargo from Lord Dinby's adventure on Vagara 7. Within its metal walls, Lord Dinby engages in a friendly game of chess with his metal companion, Calculo. Tell me, Calculo, old thing, do you derive any enjoyment from our game, or are you simply performing the action as your lord has commanded you? The answer is that I do enjoy the game of chess itself, but I would play at your command even if I did not enjoy the game, my lord. Quite right. Now, tell me, since we have never spoken of it, of your time on the Vatican Station. Of course. It was nearly fifteen years ago. I'm terribly sorry to interrupt, my lord, but Duchess Emelda Jeffreys is waiting on the communications array for you. Ah, oh, very good. Put her through in here, Simpson. Calculate while our talk will have to wait. Of course, sir. I will return to the cockpit. One moment, Calculo. A package has arrived for you. Is it my new motivator? Yes, and it is waiting in the third lounge. Very good. I will go and install it now. Trouble with the old one, old boy? No, sir. But the advertisement from Drimberry's, a boutique technology supplier, made it appear that this motivator would be of great help when travelling over difficult terrain. Ah, very good. Now, Simpson, the Duchess is waiting. There you are, sir. If there will be nothing else... No, Simpson, that is all. Hello, Lady Amelda. Are you there? Hello, Lord Dinby. I can see you. To what do I owe the pleasure, Duchess? I'm afraid it's a rather urgent bit of business, Lord Dinby. It seems that Lord Numpshaw has gone missing. Lord Numpshaw? Lord Numpshaw? That name is familiar to me, but I can't place it. You perhaps knew him before his taking over his father's title as Mr. James Harding on Mars. Ah, yes, old Hardy. How is the fellow? Well, it seems he's got himself in a spot of bother. There's suspicion that he has gone missing on a planet called Relie, where he was leading an expedition. 
There has been no word from his group in the last two days, and his wife has become very concerned. Mama, that is cause for worry. But I'm afraid I don't see where I come into this particular picture. Normally, if a lord gets himself lost on expedition, I wouldn't bother you. But his wife is the Queen's goddaughter and her cousin's niece. It is therefore a matter of royal concern, you see. I do indeed. I will set a course for Reli immediately, and if Hardy can be found, I will return him to his lady wife. You have Her Majesty's sincere thanks, Lord Dinby. She has every confidence that you will once more be a ray of light in a dark hour. God save the Queen. God save the Queen. Simpson? Yes, my lord? Tell Calculo to set a course for the planet Reli. Of course, my lord. Huxley is on his way to inquire after our needs for our journey. Very good, Simpson. Hello, my lord. Good morning, Huxley. You're looking rather dapper today. Thank you, my lord. Uh, My wife sent me two new suits from her brother's shop in London. I believe he did a fine job. Yes, spiffing. But you'll want to change into something more befitting a jaunt through the jungle, old man. You see, we're going on an expedition. You'll want to pack extra pistol lasers. Make sure Calculo is outfitted to go over uneven terrain. The planet Reli can be a dangerous and unwelcoming place. You've been there before, my lord. Yes, when I was a lad with my father. God rest his soul. Yes, God rest him and all that. Shall I tell our female companions that they will remain on the ship? Oh, I can't see any reason for that, Huxley. Besides, they have proven themselves to be quite something in a pinch, eh? Of course, my lord. The Wanderer's mighty engine roars as it changes course and heads toward the jungle planet of Rili. The crew works to prepare themselves for the dark interior of the strange and hostile landscapes that await them. We will be arriving in only a few seconds, sir. Very good, Calculo. Now activate the scanners to see if we can find the location of Lord Numpshaw's encampment. Scanning? Yes, I believe I found it. There is a large concentration of alloys in one location on the planet's surface. I'm getting a visual now. Yes, that certainly looks like an encampment. You better go tell his lordship and I will prepare to launch the shuttle. Of course. What news, Calculaire? We have found Lord Nompshaw's encampment, sir. It appears to be devoid of human life. Oh no! Devoid? That just means no one's home, Abby. No need to get yourself all worked up. Oh, well, that's good, right? Could be, Miss Thibbs, could be. Well, they could have been eaten by a Cahorian lion. Oh, no. Oh, yes. But have no fear. You'll be quite safe with us on the planet's surface. Huxley, is the shuttle ready? Yes, my lord. If everyone, please come, come aboard. We will go down to the surface. Has everyone a pistol? I've got two, just in case. Wonderful. You can never be too armed, I say. Now off we go. 
The shuttle is lifted by mighty winches and chains until it is outside of the Wanderer's gleaming hull. Then Huxley presses a button and the small ship's engines burst to life. Like a needle, it wends its way left, up, and down, setting its course for the planet's surface. Then off it goes, darting down through the clouds and leaving a long trail behind it at a thrilling pace. Just as it seems it will crash into the planet's surface, it pulls upward, legs extend, and the ship settles softly in a small grassy clearing. The hatch opens, and our heroes step forth onto the planet of Relie. We will return to their adventure after the news. This is the news of the Empire. This week, the plans of Mr. Gerald Derbyshire, owner of several retail establishments in London and Oxford, proceeded in a spectacular fashion as he delivered several pieces of rather advanced diving equipment to his ship, the St. Hubert. The machinery, Mr. Derbyshire said, will be used to detect and recover the lost ships HMS Erebus and HMS Terror, which were lost in the famed Franklin expedition. Mr. Derbyshire claims that his own expedition will be underway within two months' time. And now a word from Silkworths. Hello, Matilda. Hello, Hilda. Why do you look so down? Oh, no reason. It's just that with all the gardening and cleaning that I have to do at home, it's hard to feel, well, you know. Ladylike? Yeah, I know what you mean. These days, there's not a lot separating us from the boys when we do our work, except an apron and a curler or two. Exactly. I don't know what I'm to do about it. Well, I do. One word. Silkworths. Oh, the French lingerie company? Yes, of course. Silkworths makes a fine line of slips, nightgowns, and other sleeping wear that will let you feel like the feminine woman you are, and take it from me. Your husband will go gaga. Well, where can I find them? Silkworts has stores in London, Paris, and New York. So no matter where you go, you can find a Silkworts and your husband can say, Ooh la la. In Germany today, violence broke out in the streets when the popular English band leader, Harold Quemsworth, cancelled five scheduled performances in obedience to the king's command that all royal subjects leave the German lands. Rocks were thrown, windows broken, and Mr. Quemsworth himself was badly injured when he appeared to calm the rioting mob. Doctors say that the band leader will recover, but that he may not return back to England before a month's recovery. And now back to our program. Well, well, this is quite the garden, yeah. Isn't it, Calculo? Yes, sir. This is perhaps the densest foliage I've ever encountered. Thank you for outfitting me with these improved joint fittings. Otherwise, I don't think I could have made my way through all of this. Oh, look at those trees. I've never seen real ones so tall before. Oh, and what kind of bird is that? I couldn't say, Miss Slippers. But a planet like this is more than its beauty. They are dangerous at every turn. Poisonous snakes, man-eating lions, and, well, beasties of all kinds. Oh, that sounds dreadful. Quite, quite, but that's not all. A planet like this will have natives. They are spear-wielding chappies who will have you for supper as like as have you for supper, if you take my meaning. Oh, well, you will keep us safe, won't you, Huxley? I will endeavor to, Miss Slippers. I most certainly will. But you can never tell with these heathen tribesmen. They are indecent most of the time. 
Well, I remember on, on Corpus 4, I believe it was, when his lordship and myself were tied to rather large steak and ready to be roasted. Oh, the dance they did. Decent it was. The men wore only bone skirts, and the women... Oh, the women with barely a stitch on, and rattling their pagan instruments, and moving with such uh, fluidity. Indeed, Huxley. Don't let your reminiscences cloud your judgment. Tribesmen of Rilly, are they... different type? I don't think you'll find their females quite so distracting. Now, we're all quite ready. Oh, yes, of course, my lord, and off we go. And so, with Huxley at the van and Calculo in the rear guard, Lord Dinby and his companions start off in the direction of Lord Numpshore's camp. An hour passes before they come to the small clearing, too compact to accommodate their shuttle. Hello? Oh, oh, oh here it is, my lord. Well, at long last. Come, let's have a look around. Sir, I will scan the camp, if you like. Jolly good, Calculator. Commence with your scanning, but we all use the eyes that God gave us. There doesn't appear to be any signs of struggle or any hint of an animal attack. In fact, at first blush, I'd say they left here on purpose. Let's have a look in this tent. Hmm. Just as I thought. What's that, Miss Street? Well, look here, Huxley. There's no pack inside. I'd say that Lord Numshore left with his belongings. Probably on some leg of his expedition. That's very good, Miss Street. I suspected as much, but your keen insights have confirmed it. Old Hardy has gotten himself into a tough spot somewhere out there. Are we going back out there? How will we know which way to go? I believe I have solved that riddle, Miss Flipper. My scan also confirms that no one but Lord Lumpshaw and his three-person expedition were at this camp. They left two days ago and headed down that path. I believe I can track them with considerable ease. Oh, Calculo, that's amazing. Indeed it is. Now let us be off. The day is warm. And if we find them before tea, all the better. So back into the jungle they go, down a narrow path with trees and plants pressing close. Then, after a few minutes walking, Huxley calls for a halt. There. Did you hear that? No, sir. My attention was focused on keeping the track. There's some rustling in the branches ahead. Yes, I hear it too. That was again. Oh, look out! Oh, God! What manner of beastie is it? From above, a squat, ape-like creature descends. But instead of the brutish face of Earth, a puckered, fish-like visage stares, unblinking into the women's faces. A fist is raised, swung, and crack. The first blow is struck. From above, several other ape-like figures appear, all with the side-set round eyes looking down. Spears are raised and shaken. Are these the foul tribesmen that drug Lord Numshore off to his doom? Will a similar fate befall Lord Dinby and his companions? Tune in next week for the adventures of Lord Dinby with a spoon, Duke of Space.
The Adventures of Lord Dittany Witherspoon, Duke of Space, has been reconstructed with the voice talents of Zoe Benicaduto, Matthew Curtis, Finn Kilgore, Jeff Machado, Steve Rimpici, Megan Scrivener, and Christine Starin. Music has been restored by Father David Swantek. The reconstruction of the show has been penned and produced by JWG Wise. Please visit us at dukeofspace.com and on Twitter at dukeofspace. If you'd like to email us, you can do so at dinby at dukeofspace.com.